Now, most days, even when we feel like we're dialed in, focused, and in high production mode, we still fail to really accomplish what we could have if we would have stayed on task or less distracted or had better clarity on our goals or objectives for the day, right? It's not the world around us that distracts us from what our goals are. It's our own mind that does it all by itself, and we let it. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. This weekly show is the personal and professional development podcast designed primarily for those serving the automotive repair industry, where we share simple yet effective strategies with personal and practical insights on mindset, self improvement, and leadership that anyone can use for a more successful shop and a next level life. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. I truly hope you find something of value here. If you haven't done so already, and you really like what I'm sharing here, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And make sure you share this podcast with others, because when you share the show, the show grows, and I get to help more people. And that's why I do this podcast. Now, I know every one of us, including you, has been there. Even with the best of intentions to stay on task, finish a job, complete an important project, or get some shit done we promised ourselves or someone else that we would absolutely complete today for sure yet we still find ourselves stopping and scrolling through social media for you know just a minute which turns into an hour when we should be working on a project or we get up go look for a quick snack or a drink but we weren't really hungry were we our phones ding or vibrate and we can't help but fumble for ourselves the moment we hear a notification and then there's email If we aren't checking it every five minutes, we worry we might miss something really important. Let's be perfectly honest. Have you ever really missed an email that was really that important? Of course not. But it's a great excuse to distract ourselves from the task at hand, isn't it? Digital devices, email, and social media all vie for your attention at any given moment. The cost of these distractions to your personal and professional lives is well documented. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine, found that it takes a typical office worker 25 minutes to return to the original task after an interruption. In an experiment by the authors of The Plateau Effect, Getting from Stuck to Success, found that work interruptions decreased accuracy by 20%. Now, most days, even when we feel like we're dialed in, focused, and in high production mode, we still fail to really accomplish what we could have if we would have stayed on task or less distracted or had better clarity on our goals or objectives for the day, right? Let me give you a real nice scenario on how this plays out for me. I plan to spend about an hour and a half working on my next podcast episode. I figure I can accomplish completing the message I want to share and roughly get it formatted, no problem. I go down to my studio at 6.30 p.m. with the goal of being done by 8 p.m. and then back upstairs to relax for a little bit before I start getting sleepy. I do get up early each morning before 5 a.m., so yes, I am a little bit sleepy by 9 p.m. Before I can get back to the writing process, my mind wanders to, what's the cover art going to be, or who am I going to line up for my next interview? Which then my mind trails to, oh yeah, I need to make a note to get back to so-and-so with some of those time slots. So I stop, you know, even before starting, 
and jot down a note to remember. Okay, back to my writing. Work for about a half an hour. In the groove, as they say. And my wife texts me from upstairs. Hey, something screwy with the TV. Can you come up and take a look at it, please? So I go upstairs to play cable guy. Figure out, diagnose, and correct the issue. Was really just disconnecting and reconnecting the streaming device. And soon the TV is back working. But now the news comes on with a breaking news alert about a major snowstorm heading our way. So I get sucked into watching that for a few minutes. Turns out... (laughs) Two to three inches the news considers worthy of breaking news. For God's sakes, this is Michigan. We grew up with one to two foot snowfalls during each winter. Hell, I'm used to wiping three inches of snow off my grill with my bare hand just so I can barbecue some Italian sausage or chicken. That's not a major snowstorm. But now that's stuck in my head because I have to travel in the morning. So it could be an issue. Better check back on that later. I should probably grab some peanuts or some pretzels and a water while I'm up here, too, uh, before I head back downstairs. I may get hungry once I get going, and I sure don't want to stop again, right? Back down to the studio to get some serious work done. Now it's after 7.30. I put some white noise on so I can focus and get back to my project. Work for another 15 minutes or so, then my phone starts vibrating like four times in a row. So I stop what I'm doing, grab my phone, find out what the hell's going on. Well, I missed four scam-likely phone calls. Well, thank God I missed them. But while I have my phone in my hand, I should probably check Gmail real quick just to see if I heard back from any prospects. Well, now that I'm doing that, might as well hop over to Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, check some activity on a couple posts from earlier. You get the picture, right? Here it is coming up on 8.15, you know, 15 minutes past my predetermined stopping time, and I haven't got jack squat done yet. As you can see, although my intentions were to focus on a project and get it completed, I let myself get distracted several times. Some from outside sources like my wife, TV, news. But mostly from me shifting my focus and attention away from what I knew I should have been doing. And therein lies the problem. It's not the world around us that distracts us from what our goals are. It's our own mind that does it all by itself. And we let it. Like what you heard in my little story is that Distractions can seem impossible to avoid. Statistics show that distractions cause a massive loss of productivity. A typical manager is interrupted every eight minutes, and employees generally spend about 28% of their time dealing with unnecessary interruptions and trying to get back on track. We are leaking away personal and professional productivity like a broken water pipe every single day. You see, our brains are programmed to steer us towards something more comfortable, enjoyable, exciting, or stimulating when we start getting bogged down in an uncomfortable, non-stimulating, and boring mental task, like focusing on getting a project completed, and will subconsciously try to pull us off task and have us thinking more pleasurable thoughts. You know, it's like daydreaming. So what can we do, right? It's frustrating. I know. Boy, do I know. But this is not a productivity problem or a goal-setting problem. I have a couple good episodes that already discuss those, like in episode 12, 26, and 36. But this is more of a focus and clarity, you know, gaining uh, control of your distractions than anything else. If you search, you could find hundreds of articles on the subject with hundreds of steps or ideas to minimize distractions. But you don't have time to do all that research. That would just be another distraction, right? Another way of avoiding doing the little things that's sitting in front of you right now, right? So, to save you the non-productive time, I've put together a short list of the five keys to less distractions for you. Now, these are my keys, okay? Out of all the stuff that I've looked through and I've read and I've practiced and I do, 
These five are probably the most important ones. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity, a positive change, and a fresh approach to our life or our business in 2022. Sometimes, talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. So number one, make a plan, then eat the frog first. I know that sounds disgusting but you're not really going to eat a frog. It's just an expression. What this means is to figure out what your most important objectives are. You know, maybe three max, okay? Write them down on paper. Paste a note with those on it where you're going to be working. And start with the number one most important thing right away. Eat the frog first. Number two, distraction-proof your surroundings. This one's really important. And this must be done or you're not going to get anywhere. Start with a clean, clutter-free area to do your work. Believe it or not, clutter will automatically draw your mind away from whatever you're doing at some point. So eliminate the possibility before you even start. Next, put your phone's ringer and notifications on silent, not vibrate. If you have it on vibrate, you're going to hear it buzz when every time it goes off. So put it on silent, that way you're not interrupted. Then, set the phone in the next room so the temptation to reach over and grab it doesn't exist. If you need to work on the computer, try working with the Wi-Fi off so you don't constantly check your email. If you're in an office setting, try to use a room that you can actually close the door. Or if you're stuck in a cubicle with no way to isolate, get a pair of those noise-canceling headphones or even earbuds. This is also a great visual cue for others not to bother you. Lastly, try to choose time slots that are your highest energy cycles of the day. You know, we all have energy cycles throughout the day. You know, there's parts where you just want to kick ass, and there's other parts where you want to just close your eyes for a minute and maybe just take a little nap. And then try to choose times that you're the least likely to be interrupted, you know, called into a meeting or whatever. Or if you're working at home, a time when the kids are at school, maybe napping or at practice or maybe attending something. Number three, don't let your mind go on a vacation. You know, we spend nearly 50% of our waking time thinking about something other than what we're supposed to be doing. According to one Harvard study, we are on autopilot and our mind is wandering in part to avoid the effort of focusing on something. The key to better productivity is to notice when your mind is distracted and bring that attention back on task. We do this by paying attention to your thoughts and recognizing when your mind starts drifting. This allows you to manage what you focus on and redirect your thoughts when you start fading away. Instead of allowing yourself to keep daydreaming, you actively slam the brakes on this distraction. Pay attention to what distractions are particularly hard to avoid, so you can catch them sooner. When you feel the desire to give in to a distraction, stop, take a deep breath, and purposely choose not to react to it. 
Once you've given in and allowed yourself to focus on something else, like reading emails, it's hard to regroup and bring your attention back to the task on hand. Now keep in mind, it'll take probably another 25 minutes to get back to that level of attention you were just at. In short, be mindful of your thoughts instead of allowing yourself to skip between task and distraction. Number four, implement the Pomodoro technique. Now this is an easy technique to implement and can make your dedicated focus time much more efficient and achievable. When you try to spend a long time on completing something that will move you towards your goals or complete a large project, most of us think, well, I'll just go ahead and work at it longer and I'll put the extra hours in on this. I'll work through the weekend if I need to. But we just end up getting burned out and really wasting more time than we think. Our brains aren't very efficient when we work this way. We will get distracted, of course. Sleepy, irritated, frustrated, and basically non-productive after a surprisingly short amount of time. But there's a great system for getting maximum performance out of our own minds. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. Now you can Google this for more details, but quite simply, what the Pomodoro Technique is, is a time schedule when focusing on a high-value task, something that takes great focus. Quite simply, here's what you do. When focusing on a high-value task, something that takes great focus, spend 25 minutes uninterrupted on the task. Then take a 5-minute break, another 25 minutes uninterrupted on the task, and then take another 5-minute break and repeat that until the task is complete. During that 5-minute break, get up, move, take a quick walk, do push-ups, jumping jacks, whatever, but do something physical. It helps your brain recover quicker, and then your mind can focus again sharply for another 25 minutes. So, if you've totally blown tip number two, and you can't possibly work without internet access, whether it's your phone or your computer, then I have a secret hack below that may help. Here's the secret hack. Plug in headphones to your phone, or your iPad, or your computer. Go to YouTube and search for Binaural Beats. That's B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L Beats. Binaural Beats. These are awesome sound and music sound combo playlists, usually two to four hours in length, that have certain sound wavelengths that allow your mind to focus intensely. And when played through earbuds or earphones, does an incredible job of keeping out all the other distractions. Follow this process and you will save countless hours on those big projects and goals. Number five, do not try to multitask. The great lie we've been led to believe is that multitasking is a useful skill to master, especially when you have to deal with a lot of information in a short amount of time. Our brains can't really think of two different things at the exact same time. It just doesn't work. And if you doubt this fact, try a little test for yourself. Try to think or focus on two separate things at the exact same time, like visualize and count the number of windows in your home while simultaneously thinking of what you need to pick up from the grocery store today. All right, go. Impossible, right? Now your mind can try to pivot between the two, but it can't actually process both thoughts at the same time. A study from the University of California, Irvine, found that it takes an average of 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back to the task after getting distracted. So multitasking can actually waste your time because it takes a while for your brain to get back to the task at hand. So if multitasking isn't always the amazing superpower that we're led to believe, and distractions are the root of many time management problems, Let's stick to the methods mentioned above, some simple ways you can reduce distractions around you. Now here's a bonus tip. If you manage to implement these five tips and successfully accomplish the task or tasks in the time you wanted to spend doing it, 
without allowing your mind to derail you repeatedly, make sure you reward yourself for doing so. It doesn't have to be anything big or expensive. Just maybe go get yourself an ice cream. Watch your favorite show or go see a movie. Or maybe just take a leisurely walk outside by yourself and reflect on what a badass you are and how you do have control over your own mind and how you can focus when you really need to. Celebrate your success and your ability to complete a task without being completely distracted. Way to go. Great job. You have mastered your distractions. If you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) 